Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. You are listening on Friday, October the 1st. Welcome to Season 3! Woo! Oh, man, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, boy! I'm excited, I'm excited. Um, we are, like, trucking along fast through the seasons. Uh, I, well, I say we're trucking along fast. I mean, we're, we're going through the formats. Uh, this is episode uh, probably like 46, 47, something like something that. Something like that. I haven't really been keeping too much track. Yeah, we've been, we've been, like, just flying. That's not even counting, like, the Patreon episodes and stuff. So, uh, which at this point, there's, like... Five. Four, yeah, five of them. So... Crazy thing, we've already been doing Patreon over a month. I know, right? It doesn't feel like that long. Right. So, we do want to start off with the Patreon, and we want to start off by thanking all of our patrons. And uh, I think uh, I'm going to do start doing it in the going by the tiers. So, uh, we want to extend a huge thank you to Ace Micah, Austin Johnson, Myth Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Aaron Gardner, Adil Saeed, Anthony Leela, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Jeremy Drysdale, and Ray Powell. Thank you all so much for your support. It means a lot to us, obviously. Uh, it allows us to do things like the cool sound foam that you might notice an audio quality increase because yep. of. Uh, some people on our server were chatting while we put it up. So, uh, if you want to be in on cool stuff like that, be sure to check out the Discord server. Uh, it is the best way to talk to us, hang out with us, and things like that. Um, we are going to ask while we're here, because uh, this is where I would read a podcast review if uh, we had any new reviews. Please, so. please go to please go to uh, iTunes and review us. Yeah, it really it really does help out. Um, it does a lot more than people realize. Uh, ratings, reviews. Uh, just, just all of it really, really helps the podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you want to just go ahead and get right into the news or do you got anything else you want to talk about real quick? 
Uh, we can do a little bit of quick play news with the uh, structure deck. Okay, so we are getting these. We are in fact getting the Cyberstrike structure deck. Yes. Um, we have the full set list now. It's pretty much the exact OCG list, except we're not getting Lightning Storm. Instead, what are we getting? Uh, Cybernetic Overflow. It's kind of crazy, honestly, to think that the OCG list did actually didn't even have that in it. Yeah, I know, right? But they got Lightning Storm. But we are getting the the Imperms, the Infinite Impermanences. That's that that's well worth the uh ten, the uh, not ten. Uh, that's well worth the structure deck, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess it is worth like the price of the the price of the product, you know. But oh yeah, it's crazy because now that there's no Lightning Storm reprint in that, like think about it in like. A year's time or two years time, those imperms are going to be like twenty bucks. Oh, absolutely! Uh, fifteen, probably ten, fifteen at minimum. Oh, easily. That's not even including all of the other things in the structure deck. Oh yeah, like it's got everything you could possibly need for a cyber sh- for a <sighs> s- most things you would need for a cyber dragon deck. It doesn't have galaxy soldier. Yeah, but it's got just about everything else you could possibly need. Possibly need just about. I will say, I mentioned that on Twitter, and some people made some very good points. Shout out Aurora Yu-Gi-Oh! And I think Dual Daddy was the other one. Um, it, If you look at the way they built the structure deck, the structure deck was built for more of a like fusion-centric uh, th- like theme and feel. And if you include Galaxy Soldiers, then you have to include Novas, and at that point you may as well throw in an Infinity. And at that point... It's not even really like ah, fair enough. The same. It, it, sh- it shifts from being uh the it, cyber it takes d- away from it. Yeah, it, it shifts from being that combination of the cyber dragons and the cyber darks fusing, and right. turns it more into spam infinity. Yeah, it turns into more of like a like I don't know, not what they're going for, you know. Yeah. So less Zane Truesdale, more Joe Schmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I really do think they could have used a Galaxy Soldier reprint. The card does need a reprint. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I've got a couple of playsets that are really going to appreciate in value. So, you know, I'm not even that upset. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But in all actuality and all honesty, I do think that they probably should have included it anyway. I understand, but like... Like, the card's effectively an honorary Cyber Dragon, you know? Oh, oh yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, at the same time, even... Because, like, even just special summoning it by itself puts, like, Cyber Dragon Nashter or one of your other Cyber Dragons in Grave. Yeah, yeah. It, it does a whole lot more than just be a Cyber Dragon. Yeah, it, it, and all, it, it, it can do more for the deck than just, hey, I'm going to pump out a Nova into Infinity. Right. Um... Uh, it did have a Cyber Dragon Hers reprint. A lot of people were worried about whether or not that card was going to get in. It did. Um, yes, it which was needlessly expensive. Oh yeah, those card those the Herses were I want to say like fifteen bucks, eighteen bucks. Yep. I I'll put it to you this way: I traded a set of Hers like two weeks ago for a set of uh, gold nibs. Ooh, yeah. Which yeah, I'm that, like, I'm I'm fine with that. You know? Oh yeah, no, no, you th- that needed the reprint hard. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of the times, any anytime you have a deck that's not really, I'm not gonna say it's not competitive. It, it just topped out a YCS. Like it's it's, a good, it's still a good deck. Mm-hmm. 
But like we both know that it's not on the level of decks like Tri Brigade, Dry Tron, right? It's not. It's not like a tier one deck. So anytime you have like a tier one deck like that, it needs. Like I, it, it frustrates me when you have a deck like that. That's just needlessly expensive, you know. Like uh, heroes right now, you know, two card, two cards in the entire hero deck is like four, four, five hundred dollars easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just that's the only reason I haven't built heroes. I, I think it's a cool and fun uh, deck, but like, I mean, all the cards just look cool. Yeah, and I like the way the deck functions now. It's more of like a combo. Yeah, but. Adjusted golds are two hundred dollars, and malicious domains are about the same. Yeah, and even like liquid soldiers are sixty, Ferris's are forty. It's yeah, everything's just insane. They just need to reprint everything as a common hero structure deck. Hero structure deck. Let's go. They already did that. Do another one. I mean, if they do another one where they do all the good reprints, I guess it'd be cool. Yeah, like Ferris, liquid soldier, solid soldier. Solid soldiers are cheap. Fair enough. Like a dollar. Yeah. Um, but I, I do see where you're coming from with that. Um, it's, it's definitely a fan favorite archetype. I mean, I think even dark laws are a few dollars. So, mm-hmm. um, but let's go ahead and move on out of the very not so quick, quick play news. Yeah. Um, going forward, we did get some big news today. Well, at the time of posting, it's yesterday. Yeah. Um, we did get some news as far as the Master Duel. Yes, got lots of stuff. We actually have a release window, but not a date. Um, right. And so, for those listening, I, I do just want to throw this out there. They, You can follow us on Twitter. You would have gotten like live, quicker reactions to the Master Duel news. Yeah. Uh, but you can follow and find us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. So, I'm sorry, I just wanted to interject that there before we got too much further. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's good information now. <clears throat> yeah. So, so, like I said, we have a release window, but not a date. Uh, just to, just uh, winter of, 2000, of 2021. Right. Uh, which is December, January, and or February. Or even as late as March. Yeah, March at the absolute latest. So, December, even though it says, like, years. winter of 2021. It, that's into... The 20- fi- that's the financial year. Yeah, it's the... Um, it's the financial quarter. It's the win- 2021 winter financial quarter. Right. Which like which is December to March. Um, yeah. So technically this could come out as late as March. Yeah. But we're t- but if it is March, it'd be like early, super, super early March. Um, I'm thinking this will probably release like maybe January, or like super early January between first couple of days. Personally, I think they're going to time the release of the game in conjunction with the release of the new ban list on January seventeenth, that would make a lot of sense. That, yeah, that, yeah, it'll like, yeah, it'll either be like the first couple of days of the year, or it'll be in in line with the new with the uh, with that with that upcoming ban list. Definitely. Yeah, that that's that's <laughs> my personal prediction. That make that makes a lot of sense. Um, we're also getting a story or a lore mode. "Quote unquote." Right. So they showed this in the uh, in the video in the presentation. They showed a, a solo player mode. Yes. Um, so basically, you get a deck that's themed to a specific storyline, and you're basically going through and they're going through that storyline. Right. Uh, the three that they showed us was World Legacy. Right. Um, Gem Knights mm-hmm. and Quilt in a in a in a Cleefort. Yeah, Cleefort. Uh, which is you know which is uh those chosen by the world legacy 
the Gemstone Warriors from Dual Terminal 2 and the giant uh, Cleefort from Dual Terminal 3. Um, and all of them have a actually start with a tutorial on how to do the summoning mechanics. So fusions, synchros, and pendulums? No. Fusion, link, link and, and pendulum. Yeah, but the um, the world chalice is also a heavily synchro based strategy. Yeah, well I guess it could do both. Yeah, yeah, but like whenever they actually went through like they actually had one of the one of the people in there actually play through it a little bit. Uh oh, puppy. Puppy in my lap. That's okay. Puppies in laps are a good thing. Yes, but <laughs> anyway, um, <coughs> huh? Anyway, but yeah, they were. They also had a like. So they had a guy going through it, and whenever he went through it, it was exclu- almost exclusively a link deck. Um, the tutorial had him just like normal summon uh one of the vanillas, link him off into uh, uh the link one Malduke, I think. Uh, I think it's uh, M-Duck. Yeah, M-Duck. And then it's affecting to normal summon another one and then link to into whatever the upgraded version of what's... of Check this out, dude, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. link to version of them. And then that's when the... T- and then the tutorial was like, victory! Yeah, I think that that's... Um... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a tutorial. I mean... Yeah. But I, I do think, though, that the story mode is an incredibly welcome addition to a game like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that it needs to be the end-all, be-all of the game. In fact, that would be a horrible disservice. But um, having it as an option in the game... So, think about, think about like, taking your Switch on a long car ride mm-hmm. and it being, you know, it being where you don't have service or anything, you need something yep. to play. So it, it's perfect for something like that. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and then like something also really I really liked was that whenever it was actually doing the telling the story, it would show a card like the artwork from one of the cards that the that the right. individual story elements talking about, and it's blown up and it's beautiful and kind of three D right and right. stuff's moving animation put into yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's real nice. Um, and that being said, whenever he did, whenever uh, he did complete one of the one of the story missions, he also got XP. Your player character can level apparently. And not only that, but um, he got hmm. fifty gems. Uh, oh no! Let's talk about this. Yeah. So whenever he got the gems, it immediately popped up uh, the fact that he got them. Right. Um, and it said gem. A valuable jewel that emits a mysterious shine. It is used in the shop to buy card packs and accessories. No. So we have to buy card packs. Um, I'm hoping it's a lot like uh uh what's the what's that game that was on the Switch and Steam? Dual Um uh, The the not Dual Links. It's Yeah. It's the one before Dual Links. Yeah, that one. Um like I'm hoping it's kind of like that, where you just sit there and play the game a whole bunch to earn everything, and you can just earn everything by just playing the game. You don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, but like the one, like the issue is, what's the value of one of these gems? Right? Is it like? Yeah. Is it like two? Is it like a hundred to get a pack? Is it two hundred? Is it four thousand nine hundred and fifty? Yeah, that a would pack? be a nightmare. Yeah. Now, if it's only like a couple of hundred to get a pack, I'm like that. That's fine. Realistically, to actually get enough packs to build a deck and to make going through the storyline worth it, it would have to be like 10 gems per pack. mm. 
That we can get like five packs for completing a story. I mean, it would also, it would also, well, it was, it, he got 50 gems per scenario. Some scenarios are just, hey, here's a bunch of, here, here's a bunch of uh, info dump. I mean, I'm fine with that. Give me 50 gems for that. Yeah. Um, but like, like I said, at that point, it, it also depend on how the packs are set up. Right. Um, are they attribute related? Are they, you know, is it type related? But then how do they worry it? You know, then how they deal with spells and traps of a particular archetype? Right, right. You know, uh, but then how they do, then how they deal with art, you know, then if it is type related, how they do with archetypes that are multiple types. Same oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a problem. They're really yeah. going to have to make sure that this is well done and well thought out. Now, something that most people did not notice is if you look very closely at one of the screenshots from this, you can notice there are six different little like shards mm-hmm. up in the, across the top of the screen. Um, there's like a purplish one, a yellowish one. There's a brownish one. Yeah. Blue, green, red. And that's, you know, the, the like the, the six attributes. attributes. Yeah. Right. So there's some discussion going around that you could possibly be able May- to yeah maybe craft a card right do some crafting that would be very cool oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. like be able to break down card gear from packs to get uh let's just call them attribute points or shards now. yeah attribute shards whatever and you can sit there and assemble the cards you want right right say 50 dark attribute shards gives you an access code yeah something like that and just, like just every for... dark mo- every dark monster you break down gets you one shard or something yeah well i would i think it would also depend on the mon- on the card itself like something like i don't know snipe hunter gets you one but then something like axis code would get you like 30 i mean something like that that would be the best way to do it but like is konami gonna do it the best and fairest way probably not Possibly, possibly not. That they're really hit and miss sometimes. Yeah, you really have to be. Uh, you gotta wonder what they're doing sometimes. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing I I noticed was um, oh, uh, someone else play uh, the same guy also played part of the Gem Knight storyline. Right. And he makes a uh, Lady Diamond. You know, the second boss monster for Gem Knights. Right. Did not have a special summoning animation. Did the normal fusion animation. And then the opponent who, and then the uh, AI opponent who is also running Gem Knights, uh, then makes Gem Knight Ruby, who has a special summoning animation. What? Yeah, Lady Diamond doesn't have a special animation, but Ruby does. That's weird. Very weird. I don't know if it's a case of, like, um, I don't know if it's just that those are just the ones they've done so far and they and they're still working on stuff i mean the game is still very much in development yeah yeah it's so we'll have to wait and see on that um let's see oh every single card that was played was all were all commons there were no hollows nothing they were all commons. so i'm thinking that might be part of the accessories maybe is right you pay money and you can get the hollow also one thing i just noticed um didn't uh so the first thing we saw was that Ariel was an ultra out of the out of the in the in Master Duel or much earlier when they were showing off fusion. Oh, she was like either Starlight or an ulti or something. No, she was an ultra very specifically. Um, she just got released at the time. There was no such thing as an ultra Ariel. She was only super. I, I, I'm telling you, I thought it was ulti, ultra or ulti. I, I'm thinking ultra because had the co- uh, anyway. Um, Ariel just got released as an ultra. That's true. And the 10. That's true. 
So I'm at least at least we neither of us like just opened like three tins and pulled like three of it. I mean, it's a two of at most. I hey, I got hey, I got my three Wendy's. Oh, it's Wendy. Yeah, I got three Wendy's. Oh, okay. Which is the one you want three of? Okay. Uh, Anyway, and uh, let's see. Like even even Cleefort Towers was a common. Wait, in the game? Yeah, in the game. Okay, I, I didn't realize that. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, player XP and you can level. Uh, a, the default name that they, that they had in the game was the Vagabond. What's, what's the relevance there? I just thought it was neat. Okay. Um, that being said, though, then they actually had a PvP duel. Right. Where it was uh, Lyralisk, uh, the TCG Lyralisk, so pure Lyralisk with the, Nur- the Nurgle. They got the bird call and all that. Right, right. Versus, I don't, it was like Mech Knight. Yeah, yeah, it was invoked Mech Knight. Yeah, 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 because they do normal summon Alistair and it got like. And everybody lost their minds. Yeah, it got negated though, so. Uh, yeah, it got impermed, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there, but um, some of the cards were, were hollow, but a vast majority of them were common. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Again, that brings up, is it that the cards actually have the rarities, or do you have to, like, pay for the rarity bump? Um, you're probably going to have to pay for it, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah, which I I wouldn't mind. Um, you know, if just everything starts as common, then you can, like, page, pay the gems to go, okay, now this is a super, now this is an ultra. Yeah, it's definitely something you can possibly do. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. And then also, when it, uh, whenever he did pick a duel, it had one of three decks listed. Uh, whenever it was just kind of a free play, quote unquote. Right, right, right. Where it just set where in the because in the because uh, when you open up the one of the stories, it, it says like scenario, 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 duel, scenario, scenario, goal. Okay. Yeah, the scenarios were very specifically you had to pick, you had to play the deck that we give you, or it's just an info dump. And then whenever he clicked duel. It gave brought up a list of three decks, and it was a Cleefort deck, a Gemini deck, and a um, Roll Chalice deck. So, so I don't know if that's just in those instances you can bring in your own deck, or they're like, hey, you can use one of these decks. This is maybe like a difficulty uh, selection. I don't know. I I do think that we'll, we will have more information on that soon. Uh, yeah, but. Until we actually get the information, I, it's hard to speculate about anything in this game. Yeah. Um, and then they did uh, confirm, yes, this will be on every available on just about every console. They confirmed cross-platform, but not cross-play, if yeah. that makes any sense. Um, yeah, it'll be on, like, the Switch, it'll be on PS5, Xbox, uh, Steam. Right, it'll be in all of those places, but... yeah. You know, will um, you be able to play with somebody that's on their phone while you're on Steam? No. We don't know. Yeah, uh, as of this moment, the answer is no, because it's cross-platform, not cross-play. Cross-platform just means you can play it on multiple different consoles. Uh, if it's cross, we don't know if it's a cross-play yet. Key term uh, yet. Yeah, okay, okay. So, what's... um. What what other master duel info do we have? That's that's really all they really showed. Really? Yeah, and then like most of it was just dueling. Oh boy, normal summon Alistair in 4K. Yeah, yeah, normal summon Alistair in 4K. Get, get negated by Imperm, and then link it off into 
uh, Artemis and then link the Artemis and some mech knight into blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah, but no, so uh, uh, Alistair in 4K, let's go. I mean, <laughs> hey, whatever does the job. <laughs> so, um... All right, so moving on into our next topic, uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Megatons. Yeah, so which come out today, today as of listening. Right, I, as of recording at this point, it's gotten really late. Yeah. So, um, um, so we went to our local Walmart just to see, just on the random off chance they had them. They put them out a day early. Yeah, they put them out a day early, so we have them now. Yeah, that uh, is that is very very new for us uh yes because normally our walmart doesn't actually get the tens for, for like, like like weeks and weeks after the, the yeah last year's tens literally literally we did not get them until like november or december yeah we got them so late that i didn't even buy any because i was just like there's just no point there's nothing i need out of here i got it all already somewhere yeah. else yeah, like just bought the singles, traded it from someone else, something like that. Right, right. Like, there's no point anymore. So uh, we, uh, I got three. Uh, Sonny got one. Yeah. Um, what did you pull? Well, I actually got a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, okay. I got a place, like I said before, I got a play, place of Rachel Wendy, which is great for my shadows. I got the Prismatic Secret Cross Sheep. Which Ooh. is which is beautiful. Yeah, 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 dude. The, that the, card is gorgeous. Um, I also got a prismatic secret uh El Shadal construct. Okay, yeah, it, yeah. It's the alt art that was from the structure deck. It also it looks so yes. good as a prismatic secret. It really does. Um, like I got a flirtily two torn scale, so I only need one more, and I'll, I can build Phantom Knights. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got one secret, right? Uh, not secret, super. Uh, like stain greaves i think the, yeah 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 because yeah. uh, oh, yeah. he was a common in phantom rage yeah. so or, that's a nice upgrade yeah uh, i got a ultra fleur de lis which was super nice i got a karis which you are which you said you were interested oh yeah in. oh yeah i'm coming um, for it yeah uh i got uh two of the i got two of the super rare uh drytron names that hadn't that were uh only common or rare okay cool yeah, like there's a lot of really cool stuff um, what'd you get? Okay, okay, okay. So I opened one little bitty baby old tin. Um, my one little bitty baby old tin. I got, I got a Raviel, Lord of the Phantasms, Shimmering. Oh, I, yeah, I got your scraper. The, I got Uriah, the red one. It's well, also this, this one's the retrained one. Yeah, the one from the structure deck. Yeah, but they, they still look very nice. Yep, I, I got an invoked Agoides. Hey, that's still a good card. Yeah. Uh, my third secret was the virtual world. Lao Lao. Was it Lao Lao? I th- I think it was Lao Lao. Hold on, I gotta pull it yeah. out now. Um, we actually because uh, we actually set aside the virtual world stuff we got for somebody else uh, for a friend of ours who is actually running virtual world, and almost every virtual card in the ten is an up rarity and a cheap up rarity too. Yeah, I don't know what I did with it. Oh, I think it's in my stuff. Oh, okay, it's okay. He'll get it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think it was, I think it is Lala though. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, and then uh, all, so all that's my the, secrets. Yeah. All three of them are gorgeous. I really like the way they did it, where all the secrets are just the really gorgeous up rarities. The Raviel Lord of Phantasm Shimmering Scraper is probably one of the best looking secrets I've ever seen. Just the purple pops. Yes. So oh my god! Yes. Uh, um, yeah, you know, they definitely relegated the secret rare spot to just being gorgeous prismatic secret rares. 
Which um, I'm, which I like. What were your uh, ultras? Oh, ultras. Okay, so you know you get six ultras. Uh, I got a Gizmet Kaku, which is nice. Yep, yep. Uh, Iria the Water Charmer, gentle. Neat. Uh, Quadshadal Kaios. Eh. Uh, and AI Contact. I mean, that's only four. What were your other two? Okay, so I also got a Triple Tactics Talent and a Divine Arsenal Aezus. Yes broken dude. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it was such a good 10 i'm not even gonna lie to you like oh, yeah no, no i could have pulled nothing else just getting those was just well awesome. wor- well worth the 10 yeah the supers i got like a melfi of the forest super which is cool and infernal arms durendal which that was actually a good reprint that wasn't that was like a 10 dollar ultra yeah oh yeah now it's like now it's a couple of dollars super as yeah. an option if you want to run the infernoble yeah or less if you want to run the infernoble knights mm-hmm. i got a super rare care uh uh Rugal, the Silver Sheller. Yes, yes. Such um, an awesome upgrade. Yes. Um, I, got, I actually pulled two of the secret um, for Jeets. Oh, yeah. Also gorgeous. Uh, but you have collector rares, so... Yeah, yeah, I got the Starlights. Yeah, yeah. Or Starlight, my bad. I always get the two mixed up. Dude, I don't know. Why did I put so much money into that deck? Because it's the best of the... Because it was the best deck of the format right now. It probably still is the best deck it of the format. It might still be, yeah. e- even though... Because th- they didn't really hit the deck... They hit the zoo part of the deck. Well, uh, yeah. I and, mean, yeah. And not even very hard. No, they hit the zoo part of the deck really hard. Yeah. But it's the, here's the thing. The zoo package is still playable within the deck. Isn't that crazy to think about? I know, right? They, I mean... Like, the best version of that deck is probably still just the zoo version. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I think it's okay. I say that. I think it's actually probably like a blend. Uh, I am actually running um, no no spoilers on my deck list, but I'm running both zoos and cats in mine, which is an interesting build. Um, I think it works because the um, the cats. I, I don't know. I think that without so you cut three cards, and that gives you some space. But if like if you run the cats, then you kind of have to run the uh, if you run the cats, you have to run gammas. But then you can just like cut veilers yeah, and, run, yeah. and throw in the gamma package. And it's like it's fine if you're like over forty by just a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no, because that that deck is searchers who search for searchers who search for searchers that search. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Probably not to that extent. Not not like uh, I not like a Goki where literally every single card in the deck search for another card in the deck. Right. Right. Yeah, but close um but yeah yeah like i really like how the way they did these tens where they have a lot of good cards in the super and secret slot but those are mostly relegated to up and down rarities right right and reprints the power all the power cards were in the ultra slot which is both good and bad good because you get two ultras per pack yeah you know which is as, awesome as compared to the secrets where you only get one yeah, but it's also bad because there's a crap t- a metric crap ton of ultras and yeah, I think there's like forty something ultras, like yeah. right around forty. So pulling any one individual ultra is really difficult. Yeah, just to say. Yeah, but like, yeah, okay. So like, it's like I spent like twenty dollars per ten. I feel actually, I feel pretty good with what I pulled. Um, you know, yeah, I probably didn't make any of my money back, but. I got a lot of really cool stuff for decks that I didn't even consider building. Here's the thing. I I really do not think that when you put together this deck, 
you do it with the intention i mean put together this deck look at me buy the 10 when you if you buy these tins i really don't think that you buy them with the sheer intention of <laughs> to make money making money yeah, i, I it's think it's plus quote yeah, unquote. exactly I, I think it's more to get things that you've been looking to pick up for a while or to get like cross outs you know yeah. the new cards yeah which i think the only new card in the entire set is cross a designator um <laughs> probably yeah there might be one or two that were that i'm just not cognizant of just due to it probably being like in the common slot or something oh the um the 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 blue eyes and dark magician cards right right yes the new blue eyes and dark magician stuff i completely forgot about it yeah everybody has completely forgotten about it, it. it, it yeah because no, it got over because like i mean as soon as they had announced that those three cards were in there they also made the mistake of announcing that yeah zeus is in there too at the same time yeah, completely overshadowed them. all the way yeah yeah, definitely. yeah um, which i did pull the pure light the blue eyes trap which works like um the eternal uh, soul yeah which works like eternal soul yeah which is cool it's cool not everyone to run blue eyes but it's cool yeah yeah yeah. the decks underwhelming yeah is a good word yeah um yeah like so basically if, you, if you're wondering whether or not you should buy any any of the any of the 2021 10s do it not to plus, but do it because you know you're going to get a bunch of really cool stuff, and then just buy singles for what you need. Right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Especially if you have the, if you still have the tw- the twenty twenty ten, because then they 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 go together because it's the tablet from the anime. It's right. two parts of the tablet from the anime. Yeah, I mean, even just like, even just to just looking at it. Yeah, just just put it up on a shelf. Yeah, it's really like it's really nice, um, and they kind of like sit into each other, which kind of works a lot better than I thought it was going to. Honestly, I'm looking at it right now, and it's kind of kind of nice. Honestly, yeah, like they're almost the yeah, like they're the exact same sh- size and shape, so they fit right on top of each other. Well, and they've got like the little pyramid indention, mm-hmm. so uh, it kind of locks it locks itself in a little bit. Yeah, it it, it literally does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, and so. then I think we're supposed to be getting... I think next year's 10s are also supposed to do that. I could be wrong about that. Yes, yes. Next year's 10s will also have another... The final piece of the yeah, tablet, yeah. which will be God Cards. Yeah, which is going to look amazing. It'll it'll be cool. Uh, in my opinion, it's going to look it's going to look amazing. But I'm also like... like I'm also like super into the old anime, because I watched that all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, but I think people are just like tired of getting like DM era support... If- you know? Fair enough. Um, like I'm fine with getting DM era support in less less in card support, more in like, hey, this product is based off of this really cool thing from this era, right? Like, uh, you know, like I would, you know, like I would think that if we're done with this, they could probably do something with um something from GX, maybe. Well, they have a whole GX Battle City box coming. Yeah, but like I mean, for like after they're done with the um, you know, the tablet from the anime, they could probably for the next 10 probably do something from GX. Um, I think it would probably have to be something where they did something with the three houses. Yeah. The three dorms. Yeah. 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 Or like something with Uriah, uh, Haman and your, I forgot the third one's name. Raviel. Yeah. Raviel. So something with the sacred beasts, uh, which were like corrupt, which were, you know, a major part of the GX anime. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah there's maybe. definitely ways they can go about it. Oh yeah, like like definitely continue with this whole 
the tin itself is also a collectible. The thing that is the thing that is the thing that upsets me and the the issue with it to me is that the promos are now not guaranteed cards. Yeah. Well, at that point, they're not even promos. They're they're the these tins just don't have any promos. Yeah, they're just world premiere cards. Yeah. Which is disappointing. Um, I I really miss back when they had promos. Yeah, even though yeah, like even though some of the promos weren't good, none of them are good. Well, no, no, because like some of the old promos were were amazing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like and then like some of the also like it literally in the exact same ten you had like an like two amazing promos and then like one or two that were just kind of meh. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, but, that, I mean, the, the thing is, the the promos back then were reprints. Yes. Well, because, you, yeah, you nine times out of ten, there were reprints. I think there was like one promo that wasn't a reprint. That was, it because, was few and far between. Yeah. But like that was usually because um, it was attached to a set where that card also was in. Right, right, yeah, right, right. So right. kind of like how we do the um, pre-release promos now. It was something it's similar to that. Right, right. Uh, but I'm thinking I'm talking about special editions, which which is separate from tens. Um, some of the special editions were new cards, but most of them were like reprints of yeah, like like up rares or down rares of cards yeah. within the set. Yeah, a la Reborn Tengu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as an example. Right, right. Yeah, but that yeah that that's kind of a reprint. Hmm. I mean, it was definitely a reprint. It was just yeah. a a rarity bump. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's kind of weird because it's kind of like it's kind of like with uh, like with this past set with Beach Trooper Scout Buggy, the yeah, promo yeah. being where it was a down, rarity downgrade. Oh, the past couple of ones actually have all just been rarity downgrades, where instead of secrets, it's you got an ultra, um, which is neat. Uh, but yeah, but the thing is, is it's these cards, the ultras end up being a higher rarity. Yeah, because it was a promo. Right. Yeah, you know, so you know, so you know, oh, you know, people look and you go, oh, cool, you got the secrets. But if you show up at the place at Ultras, you probably spent sixty bucks at the pre-release and got three. If if your OTS would let you, yeah, you know, cause, yeah, because uh, most OTSs are very much with uh, one per customer. Yeah, well, it happens. Product delays cause yeah there to be issues with um. How much product they can allow per customer and stuff. Yeah, product allotment and all that. It, it right. Cre- yeah. Um, and you know, I'm not. You know, now I'm not saying that's a bad thing on part of the of the store itself. It's not their fault. So there's nothing they could do to stop. There's nothing they can do about it. Everybody's just kind of doing whatever they can do at this point. Yeah. Um. And I, I'm sure Konami's doing what they can to get out as much product because the more product they get out, the more they money they make. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's just. So so many issues. So let just start circling back now that we've rambled on for a while. Right, yeah. Um so tomorrow we're going to be going to a a tin case tournament. Um it's about a four hour drive. Should be fun. It's a three V three tournament. Yes. Uh at one up TCG in Mendenhall, Mississippi. Have we talked about how the three V three tournaments work here on the podcast? I don't think we have. Uh, no, actually, you're right. I don't think we have. So, um, the way a 3v3 tournament works in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, I know a lot of our listeners are newer to the game, so we'll clue you in. Um, the 3v3s are actually 
set up in a way in which, so you have a team of three people and you designate before the tournament and it's written in on deck lists and everything, which player is the A, which player is the B and which player is the C. Okay. So when you sit down at the table, your A plays their A, your B plays their B and your C plays their C. But the interesting part is coaching is allowed, Mm -hmm. but only the B can coach the A and the C. The A and the C are not allowed to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So, essentially, what ends up happening is a lot of teams put either their best or their worst player at the B spot. Usually their best. That way they can help the other two players. But, um, the cool thing is that, so a regular match is best two out of three, which I'm sure most people know, and the... (coughs) 3v3 is the same way, except instead of best 2 out of 3 in each match, it's also best 2 out of 3 for the whole table. So if your A and your C win, but your B loses, then your team won. Your team still wins. Right. So, I honestly, I really, really, (laughs) really love the methodology. I know. You know, then of course the discussion behind whether or not you should put your best or your worst player in B is... A fascinating one in and of itself. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy involved with it. Oh yeah, um, oh, you know, like that's just how the tournament's set up. Um, and like we said, uh, it's a case tournament, so winner gets actually gets a case of the tens. Um, which is less, in my opinion, that's not really why I'm going. I'm mostly going because it's a tournament. It well, and it's always good to have the tournament experience. Um, it, yeah, I'd recommend anybody that is not really used to competing at a high level very regularly, and has friends who are used to competing in tournaments. This is a great, great way to do this. Um, oh yeah, because because then you have then you can put the player who's gone to lots and lots of tournaments at the B spot in the B spot, and they can help the other two players who haven't. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or I, I really do recommend these 3v3s. They are a lot of fun for, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. No, it's, it's, just, it's just fun all, all around. For sure. For sure. Um, what are you expecting to see personally in the <laughs> event? Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so we're definitely going to see what I like to call the big three. Uh, Tri-Brigade, uh, Drytron, and Prank Kids. We're going to, be see, we're going to see that. Um... It's crazy is I don't even think those are the three best decks right now. Well, I like to call them the big three because whenever people start talking about the meta, those are the three decks they always go. They always immediately start talking. That's the ones they reference. Yeah, um, we're also we're definitely most definitely going to see v, a lot more VW than before, just due to everything just recently got reprinted in the tens. And Etelli just came to two on the ban list. Correct. Yes, they don't have. Uh, VFD anymore, thankfully. Um, but but I but that's all. Spoiler alert: the deck is still good. The deck is still good. I mean, because they can still pump out uh, Caliga plus Crystal Wing Synchro Dragon, which is a real. It's actually a fairly difficult board to out. All right now, while we are going to this tournament at One Up TCG in Mississippi, that does not mean that we are not fans of our sponsor, ETV Games in yes. Alexandria, Louisiana. Yes, a huge shout out. To, of course, as I said, our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are our locals. They are our sponsor. Uh, they show a lot of love to the podcast. They are a lot. 
it it's really helpful and really it's really nice knowing what we have there you know the support that we get for our local community um the support that gets shown uh i mean they do a lot for the community and it cannot be understated uh so thank you to etb games for that as well as uh, they also support other communities too. They huge support of the Magic and mm-hmm. Pokemon, Digimon, Digimon, Tabletop, D&D, video games, whatever. They they really do do it all. Um, they're really a one stop shop for everything nerdy. So thank you again, ETB Games, for sponsoring us. And w- if you are interested, check out their link in the description below. ETBGames.com. Uh, so I do expect to see, um, like you said, Tri Brigade, possibly some prank kids, but I don't know that that'll be really as prevalent, uh, as well as probably some, uh, I think virtual world. I think, I think the three best decks that we really have to look forward to are going to be, um, probably Dragon Link virtual world tribrigade okay i mean that, that's that's a fair that's a fair uh assessment yeah i think dragon link now that like the other decks in the format have kind of been nerfed a little bit like dragon link's just kind of still at that power level yeah um i mean it's not at the power level it once was because of the limited striker and the band lp right but the only thing at the time that was keeping them keep really keeping them in check was the a uh, full power of dry drawn prank kids and all right. that, which have now been reined in a little bit. Right, right. So now Dragon Link can start showing up again. Well, I'm just glad that the format is diverse. I, I know a lot of people don't really Super love diverse. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the diversity of some formats. <laughs> I'm a big, big fan though. I oh, know. Yeah, oh, I mean, yes, there is something to be said for formats where it's just one, where you just play one of three decks, and you're probably going to lose to, you're going to, you're going to always beat one deck, then always lose to another one, right? Because you know what to expect. Yeah, for and sure. a lot of people don't like when you go into a tournament and you don't know what what you're going to fa- go up against. I'll be honest, I don't mind that. I like that. I, I think that it promotes and rewards the more. The more prepared players. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, there's only so much preparation you can do for random jank to show up, but... But, truthfully, if it's random jank, you should probably be winning anyway. Ex- exactly. Especially if you're playing, you know... If you're an experienced tournament player, like, random table 500 junk, you should probably be, like, you know, ready to... prepared to beat. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, most... You know, table five hundred decks that I've seen kind of die to a lot of the fl- uh, floodgates and hand traps that are used at the right. top tables. Stuff like Nibiru, even Ash. Like sometimes just a simple Ash just ends it. Sometimes just a effect failure is enough to just end their turn. Yeah, like honestly. So it just it's kind of kind of gonna depend on the scenario and the situation, of course, but. Um, I think we just take it day by day and see how the format evolves. Cause today is day, days, day zero of the format. This is mm-hmm. day one. So 
we're gonna have to really I think a breakdown of data. Uh, I think a really underrated deck is PK Fire. Oh, definitely. So that we're gonna have to really take an eye out, keep an eye out for that deck. Um, particularly since uh, the Torrent Scales, which is one of the biggest cards that would hold people back from playing the deck, just got a reprint. Yeah, yeah. The Ultra Rare in the Tens is gonna be a great, great uh, way for people to play the deck. Oh yeah, and like just about everything, and like. Okay, so, like, uh, the only other expensive cards in the deck was Raiders Knights were fairly expensive. It's a rare in the 10. I don't even think it was really that expensive. Uh, it, I mean, everything else is, like, a couple of dollars. Oh, okay. And less. So, more expensive could just mean it's $5. I actually don't remember what Raiders Knight, what the old Raider Knights were at. Uh, and then there's right. uh, Ark Rebellion was also fairly expensive comparatively. Okay, um, yeah, I got But you. it got reprinted as, like, a super, I think. Oh yeah, so they like they they yeah. greatly cheapened the deck. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're going to see a lot more people being able to pick up the deck. Right. Uh PK Fire being Phantom Knight, Burning Abyss. There weren't any Burning Abyss reprints, but I think the only expensive Burning Abyss card is non-premium gold rare Beatrice. Uh well, I mean original secret Dantes are expensive, but Yeah. But that's I about mean, it. They have commons. Yeah. So for, you know, 50 cents a pop. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really don't think there's any like expensive BA cards. Yeah, the well, any any BA card that doesn't have a much cheaper alternative at this point, right? <clears throat> so, um, but that's for people who want to play P- PK Fire. Yeah, yeah, pure PK is an option. Um, not it, in some cases, it's both better and worse. Yeah, and then there's also just pure trap BA. That's mm-hmm. also an option. Oh, absolutely, especially if you can get a hold of the common uh. Uh, absolute king backjacks yeah it really just depends on how hard you want to go on the um on like how combo heavy you want to go yeah if you don't want to do any combo at all you got your trap ba which is like two-step combos at most right and then then if you do want to do super heavy combo you go you you add more of the actual uh uh phantom knight packages right so yeah, like in my old Dragon Link deck, I actually ran a Phantom Eye package of literally uh, two Fog Blades, uh, Stained Boots, and not Stained Boots, something uh, Boots, Silent Boots. Yeah, Silent Boots and uh, Rusty and Rusty Bardiche, and that was it. Yeah, that was, really that was a that was a cool little package in that deck too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, and it was super easy to get out and do easily just within my normal combo. Yeah, yeah, it was. It really just blended well. Yeah, I mean, because because then my opponent not only did my opponent have to out my board of like a two negate Borload Savage, uh, what you know whatever else I had, they also had to deal with two set Fog Blades. Yeah, it's it was it was crazy. Can't do that anymore because LP's banned. <laughs> yeah, without LP, the arrows just don't work. Yeah, that 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 whole combo line just does not work without LP, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, but you know, still, you know, like like I said, definitely, there's definitely something to be said for uh, uh, I'll just I'll just I'll just say PK in general. That includes PK to the Burning Abyss end of the spectrum. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, when when we say PK fire. Yeah, yeah. The, it's just it's it's a sliding scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of versatility with that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, some of them even even opt to run a Levier. You don't have to run it. Uh, you kind of do. 
Not really, because they're... Yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> you really don't, because there are entire combo lines you can go down that don't ever make Levier. Yeah, but you gotta have it for the toolbox. Oh, absolutely. Just, if, if you're running PK Fire, everything's level 3, a lot of stuff banishes. You might as well just throw one in your extra deck just to have it. Yeah, you can make rank 3s so easily. Like, I guess... I guess technically you don't like have to run it, but like I would. Yeah, if I mean if I have the extra deck space, I'd run one just to have that as an option. Yeah, it's 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 an especially, extender, especially late, particularly late game. Whenever you both you and your opponent are both low on resources, all you need is two level threes, and you can start recurring some of your resources that got banished. Uh, particularly something like uh boots, which when it's ban when it ban when it's banished, it um. Searches for a uh, Phantom Knight spell or trap, so that lets you do that again. Yeah, the recursion is always good. Yeah, exactly. And that, that, but that's just PK. That's just PK Fire by itself. Uh, then you can also uh, step up into, <coughs> um, you can uh, all step up into Raiders uh, Knight. Yeah. Uh, who then lets you step up into Arc Rebellion to give you a to give you an, uh, a board negate, which is amazing. Yeah, it's very good. Um. I think that deck is very underrated, this format. But the mm -hmm. the thing that you really, really have to understand is that Dragoon is critical in that deck because you need the spell trap negate. Oh, absolutely. Because yes. otherwise you don't have a way to stop spell traps. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no. There's literally no way. Um, unless you're running Judgments. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely run something like Judgments, but I, I do think that, that it Judgments hurts the what you're trying to do yeah like you you want you want more gas you don't want to yeah. stop yourself with, yeah because you have you to know. hard first off you have to hard draw the judgment right you can't rely on it on your end board it, exactly compared to something like dragoon where you can right so uh just gonna wrap it up here so we do want to hear some more from our from our supporters from our fans we want to hear from you in our Discord server and everywhere else. Um, Come thank by you. and chat and say hi in the Discord. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hang out in the Discord. Come see us. Check us out on Patreon. Uh, check us out on Twitter. But we, re we really want to know what discussions you guys want to hear. We want to know what discussions you know the listeners want to hear. Uh, we're willing to take and have those discussions. We're. I'm interested to know who else. You know, if you like having us having guests, if you want us to keep having guests uh we just we want to we don't want to know your thoughts and your opinions so uh please be sure to let, reach out to us let us know we're always listening um we do want to give a shout out to team darkroom dealings they are our sister channel on youtube as well as of course our sponsor etb again thank you um it's it's interesting i think um it's interesting. We're in an interesting format, and we're in an interesting time, and I'm excited to see it. Oh, you know, like, this is only the first half of the format. Once Bode comes out... And Synchro Storm. Yeah, and Synchro Storm. Like, just Bode by itself is going to... Warp. Warp, and then Synchro Storm's going to warp it even more. Yeah, it, it's going to be But in good ways. Yeah, it'll be a wild format, and I'm really, really looking forward to it, to be honest, so... Mm-hmm. That'll wrap us up. Thank you, everybody, for listening to today's episode. I know it's a bit shorter, but hey... Sometimes you gotta have it yeah. a bit shorter, especially when things are slow. I mean, all, I mean, also we were kind of rambling, and we don't want to keep rambling. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you, everybody, and have a good day. Take care, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.